First up is Best Believe by Noni Garamos, illustrated by Nicole Medina. The Bronx is more than subways and concrete, more than struggle, more than the eye can see. The Bronx is a library of stories, of poetry and graffiti, of sheroes who have changed history, of powerhouse families, of three sisters who changed destinies, called the Tres Hermanas by all who knew them, Dr. Evelina Antonetti, Lilian Lopez, and Elba Cabrera were born and raised to lead. So begins Best Believe. We know Nonika as a novelist and more recently as a picture book writer for Hair Story, and I am absolutely thrilled to be publishing her first ever nonfiction picture book. Best Believe, The Tres Hermanas, A Sisterhood for the Common Good. Written in rhythmic verse, this book introduces readers to three sisters who were born in Puerto Rico, moved to New York City in the 1930s, and grew up to become leaders in their Bronx community. So often picture book biographies focus on a single figure, but this one highlights collaboration and family and the value of working together for common goals. The artwork is by Nicole Medina. This is her debut picture book, and it's warm and colorful and dynamic. The youngest of the three sisters, Elba, turns 90 this fall, and she has been a wonderful collaborator throughout the process of creating this book, both reviewing text and illustrations. Rich back matter will include an author's note, a glossary, a timeline, and family photos. Of particular interest in our market, Lillian was among the first Puerto Rican librarians in the New York's public library system and was the first Puerto Rican administrator. She worked with renowned librarian Pura Velpre. Next. The Rock in My Throat is our fourth picture book with Hmong American author Kao Kalia Yang, and it might be her most powerful picture book yet. It tells the true story of her navigating home and school as a selective mute. The story takes place after the events of From the Tops of the Trees. Kalia's family has left the refugee camp in Thailand and has settled in Minnesota. Halfway between first and second grade, Kalia stops speaking English. Kalia's heartbreaking text ultimately ends on a hopeful note and is beautifully accompanied by illustrations from Jimai Lin in her picture book debut. In an author's note, Kalia reflects on the events of the book and recalls how she was unable to answer her mother's questions about why she would not speak. She writes to her mother, as a child, I saw the people who spoke fluent English walk away from your efforts to be understood and I felt your pain. I couldn't protect you, so I did the only thing I knew to do. I stopped talking in English. It was my great revolution against a world I knew was not listening to you. This is a topic Kalia often gets questions about at her speaking engagements, particularly from teachers, and she knows there is a significant audience in need of a book like this. Next. Shifting into fictional picture books, this next one is both heartfelt and hilarious. Poor Vern really, really wants to be able to pump on the swings. As author Stephanie V.W. Lucianovic writes, Vern longed to be one of the kids who swooped until their toes touched the sky. 
and Derek Gretchen, who Vern has never spoken to before, but is notorious on the playground for antics that include attempting to pet a cat with a slice of cheese. Gretchen becomes Vern's self-appointed teacher in his quest to touch the sky. This character-driven story has great social and emotional learning themes woven throughout, especially self-awareness, which includes having a growth mindset. The art is by local illustrator Chris Park, who has an absolutely wonderful sense of color. Chris is biracial, and it's important to him to depict biracial characters in his work. Vern is a long-haired boy who is Asian and white, and Gretchen is a curly-haired girl who is black and white. Next. All right, our favorite dinos are celebrating Earth Day. As always, this book has bouncy rhyming text from Lisa Wheeler and charming illustrations from Barry Gott. Along with activities like cleaning up a park and planting a garden, there is a sculpture contest at the book's end in which the sculptures are made from repurposed trash. The Tarot Twins win in the comedy category for a piece depicting a pterodactyl. Next up in this series will be Dino Birthday in Spring 2025. Next, speaking of dinos, we have two new board books for this season, My First Dino Boarding and My First Dino Swimming. This will bring us to a total of 11 books in the series, and we have plans for two more board book adaptations of Holidays books for Fall 2024. And now we can move on to our Millbrook list starting with Haiku You. As longtime science writer Lynn Vernell writes in the opening of this book, nature is beautiful, it's magnificent, it's amazing, and it's also super gross. She goes on to present 13 animals and a few fungi using haiku to highlight something gross about each one. Additional facts on each spread fill in more of the science about each creature. High energy illustrations from Julia Patton will keep readers laughing or maybe gagging all the way through what is hands down the funniest haiku collection I've ever read. Next. If I were a fungus, I would be everywhere and I'd be good at hiding. So begins this absolutely delightful investigation of fungi by Italian author and illustrator Gaia Stella. Playful text and bright illustrations provide a fun overview, and additional brief facts are included throughout. The back matter includes labeled diagrams of a fungus and a child, as well as lots more bonus facts. Are you hungry? If you aren't now, you will be for sure after reading this book. Mommy King tells the delicious story of Mamon Luke, an intrepid young man who lives chi leaves China in 1918 to seek his fortune in the Philippines. Lonely and homesick, he dreams of a comforting bowl of noodle soup and of the woman he loves, whose parents thought he was too poor to marry their daughter. After a process of trial and error, he begins selling mi soup as a street vendor, and it becomes known as Mami, Ma for his name and Mi for noodle soup. In time, he opens a small restaurant and eventually becomes known throughout Manila for his chain of Mommy King restaurants. And when he traveled back to China, he married his beloved and brought her to Manila to live with him. This is a true story with fictionalized dialogue written by Jacqueline Chio Laurie, 
who is herself Chinese and Filipina, and also the author of a cookbook called The, the New Filipino Kitchen. The mouthwatering illustrations are by Kristen Sora, whose own parents frequently loved dining at the Mommy King restaurant prior to coming to the US from the Philippines in 1972. Back matter will include an author's note, an illustrator's note, and of course, a recipe for mommy soup. Next, Nature Spy Guide is our newest K-3 photo book and our first book with Shelley Rotner in about four years. This book was inspired by the time Shelley spent with her young grandchildren early in the pandemic, during which she was focused on getting outside and connecting with nature. Simple text prompts kids to use their five senses as they explore the outdoors, and bright photos highlight real kids interacting with nature in various ways. The back matter is filled with just a ton of ideas for different activities caregivers and educators can do with kids outdoors to help them make close observations and safely engage with nature. Next. All right. Here is dad joke incoming. At lunch, I ate three cans of alphabet soup. An hour later, I had the sorest throat ever. Thank you, Brian. Brian Clary is back with a new poetry collection. This is a super teacher-friendly book with notes at the end of each poem about the poetic form or other literary devices used in that poem. The rhyme scheme is also labeled for all rhyming poems. There's a lot of humor and wordplay to keep kids engaged, as well as color illustrations. This is the rare book that is both a great resource and a genuinely fun read. Next, moving on to our middle grade photo books. Sandra Markle's latest addition to her Great Rescue books is The Great Wolf Rescue, which focuses specifically on red wolves, which have historically lived in the eastern and southern United States. At one point, there were just 14 known red wolves in the wild. The situation was so dire, scientists captured all the wild wolves and began breeding them in captivity. This plan worked, and as the number of wolves has increased, scientists have been releasing them back into the wild. As she does with all of her books, Sandra Markle interviewed key scientists involved in this project and has gathered incredible photos of both adult wolves and adorable wolf pups to bring this story to young readers. Next, The Lost Forest is by award-winning science author Jennifer Swanson, and it follows a scientific expedition to a sunken cypress forest that's been buried beneath the Gulf of Mexico for 50,000 years. Jennifer has worked closely with the scientists involved in this project so she can bring a you are there feel to the text. And those scientists also provided her with a treasure trove of photos and videos for the book. As a page plus component, we have video photos of the video footage of the scientists in action, both diving down to the lost forest and examining specimens back on land. This book is great for readers who want to follow a scientific investigation and is reminiscent of books like Sea Otter Heroes by Patricia Newman and Tracking Pythons by Kate Messner. Next. Finally, our last photo book of the season is Defending Nature by Sneed B. Collard III. 
Did you know that military bases are required to protect the endangered and at-risk species within their borders? This book is an intriguing look at exactly how soldiers and scientists work together to ensure the long-term health and well-being of the ecosystems and animals on military bases. Sneed traveled to Eglin Air Force Base in Florida as part of his research for this book, and he highlights how personal personnel there are working to protect a species of endangered woodpecker, gopher tortoises, and reticulated flatwoods salamanders, all of which are featured on the cover. I found this to be an extremely compelling read, and I think kids will find it fascinating as well. And then moving on to paperbacks, we're releasing both The Monarchs Are Missing and Tracking Pythons in paperback for this season. And then um, for our continued Spanish translations, we will be releasing two Millbrook backlist titles that have been great sellers for decades at this point, A Fruit is a Suitcase for Seeds and Lots of Feelings. Thank you for listening to The Learner Podcast. Tune in again next time for more author interviews and the stories behind the books.